0: Everybody, it's your girl Miracle Sims. You're listening to God's Sex and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is June the 5th, 2020. And uh, today, uh the topic that came to me this morning was look where he brought us from. <laughs> oh friends, um, Well, y'all, long story short, I was kind of just reminded about the, um, well, Exodus, and you know, how, uh, and and the children of Israel, and everything like that, Uh, I basically, I ended up writing down uh, Exodus 1 and 13. In particular, but again, I mean, you guys can kind of read for yourself the entire Exodus to get the full picture of you know, what was going on in that time. Um, but I'm just gonna kind of, I guess, share with you guys some pieces here and there of like the things that was stood out to me about uh, that experience or whatever. So, basically, in Exodus 1 and 13. Uh, it's just pretty much showing how the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor, uh, which is pretty much a condition of stiffness or strictness. Um, and then if you go on to 14, uh, it said it, it made, they made their lives bitter and uh, with hard bondage and mortar and brick and all manner of service in the fields. It, just just basically harsh treatment and, and serving with vigor at that time. and then they literally uh, also plotted to uh, kill all their sons. you know they first started by asking the midwives to um, to kill all the sons and then they didn't. <laughs> so I guess thank God for the midwives in that aspect. Um, but then even still after that, the uh, you know King told everyone, uh, the, all the men, children should be killed and um, obviously this was something that happened, I guess uh, it goes straight into uh, Moses at that point but I mean, I guess it's pretty clear to to say that, you know to a certain extent uh, I don't know if Moses was the only male, male child that was spared at that time but uh, you know, it seems as if The, that that was something that that went forth and happened. You know, I, I apologize, y'all, but I mean, you know, as we know, there's a lot that's going on in this world, and it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about all this, to be honest. Because on, on one hand, like I said the other day, and like I've been saying. um Not to say I feel like I'm on an island or whatever. I know I'm not the only person that, you know, is thinking like I'm thinking or saying what I'm saying. But at the same time, it's like, it's kind of difficult when you feel like you're in your own circle. And you might be the only one in your own circle that's looking at it (laughs) the way I'm looking at it. Um, I guess the whole reason me bringing up the whole situation about, you know, Israel and Egypt and everything like that is because, you know... um, Even in spite of going through all those hardships, and in spite of you know their children being killed and all these things, when God brought them out, and and if they encountered hardships after that, it's like they questioned it, you know, and they uh, pretty much argued against God, and you know, said things along the lines of like you know, we should have just stayed in Egypt, okay? We should have just stayed on the hardship. We should have just stayed in a place where you know our children were being killed x y and Z. I um i think there may be some similarities between sad to say my community and, and this story but at the same time i don't think it's you know it, i don't think it's exactly parallel I, I think it's kind of the opposite in regards to i don't think anybody wants to go back to the way things were. Here in this country, um, you know, I feel like, and then now this is, I guess, my little personal opinion. Um, when, with me looking at it, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, I guess on the African American side, it's like nobody wants to go back to, you know, being slaves. Nobody wants to go back to living under, you know, Jim Crowish laws and things like that. And then I guess if you look on the Caucasian side, you know. And this is just the assumption because I'm not, you know, I'm not Caucasian, Caucasian So I don't know. And I haven't talked to anyone about it, but I could assume I'm assuming that they basically wouldn't want to experience any of the things that their forefathers inflicted on the African-Americans. So obviously, obviously they, you know, so that means they, they wouldn't want to be enslaved or they wouldn't want to be uh, treated in such a way uh, as they have treated, basically. So, I get it, you know what I'm saying? I I get all, you know, the frustration, I get all the anger, you know, I understand all of those things, and yes, I do feel like, you know, we should be, you know, protesting, and we should, you know, uh, obviously there is a lot of holes and things like that in our justice system, um, you know, yes, if you're gonna be a cop, you should definitely, uh, obviously I don't know if they need more training or if they just really need to vet these cops that they bring on um but whatever it is they you know they need people that are going to you know do their job uh justly and everything like that and I guess even unbiasedly and everything so uh clearly there's change that needs to be made you know so no one is I mean, well, I mean, maybe there are people that are speaking against that. But I would say me, as for me, um, I can only I can speak for myself. I'm not speaking against any of that. And I totally understand all of that. Uh, so, I guess with that being said, uh, I guess the thing is I'm noticing is that there's, you know, there's fear across the board. You know, there's fear across the board, but then everybody is people, right? Um, it, it starts to make my, ask my started to ask myself a few questions this morning. And, uh, you know, one was where does God fit into all of this? Uh, you know, that was one of the questions I asked myself. I also asked myself, you know, where do we go from here? Um, you know, it kind of seems like there's this ongoing cycle at least here in this country of like things to get outraged about Then there's protest and there's rioting and looting and then there's, then we go back to living the way we was and then something else happens and then there's protest, and then there's good uh, and then we go back to living the way we was. And then, you know, and so <laughs> not to say that standing up doesn't matter and clearly you know, uh, when I think back on, you, I, I guess we can think about, like, our, our ancestors and the way they protested and things like that. Or at least the ones that, for example, I, I know it's like Dr. Martin Luther King is, like, one of the main ones. He's, like, the main symbol for, the, I guess, the pe- peaceful protest and everything like that. Um, I guess at that time, I guess, but again, I guess that goes back to the topic and, and everything like that. It's like, look where... God and I'm saying God in regards to when I say he I'm referring to God uh, but look where God brought us from it's like they had to mobilize and they had to train to protest and everything like that because the things that they were protesting was an ongoing thing like it was I don't I, you know clearly I wasn't there in those times So, I don't know if it was daily that things was happening, or weekly, or, you know, or was it sporadic the way it is now, and then I guess, I mean, people don't feel like it's sporadic, because then, you know, you, you feel like you probably hear something along these lines these days, maybe, like, every month, or something like that, but I just say it's not as frequent as it was. You know, we don't see people hanging from trees the way they did, um... We're not oppressed in regards to being slaves the way we were. So again, like no one's making light of the injustices yet, like, for sure. Like yes, let's let's mobilize and let's you know see what changes can be made across the board um, and stuff. And I mean, yeah, people have a right to be angry. But even the word says, you know. But do so without sin. Um. So I get it. You know, I know my husband and I was having a conversation last night and everything like that, and uh, he was kind of sharing some of the things that he came across and and everything. And I get again, I get it. Um. Obviously, there are some some good or. I don't know. It's kind of hard to look at it as good, but it's some things that people feel as if okay, if we didn't riot, then nothing would have been done about this. Um, is is I guess the sentiment. Um, I mean, but I guess we don't we don't know that because I mean, because <laughs> uh, there was riots. So I mean, I guess we don't know. Like, but then again, I don't know. I guess maybe they're like, oh well. People was in peace for this whole time and nothing changed. So now we're going to riot and now we're going to do this, that, and the other. Um, But anyway, going back to what the the word said about, you know, uh, being angry uh, but not sinning. Uh, So I guess that would go for, you know, the stealing, the killing. I just read, Um, I want to say when I woke up this morning, I read something along the lines of saying that Uh, I don't know if it was during the riot or during the protest, but someone stabbed and or shot a cop. So, I mean, I guess it's it's, if we know what happens to, if we're going to say us as black people, if we know what happens to us when we do certain things and yeah, okay, we're angry, but then you go and do the thing that we're angry about I think that's where the inconsistencies come in that's where the you know hypocrisy and everything like that comes in because it's like we can't sit here and be You know I'm sure we're gonna go deeper in this conversation I'm already kind of chit-chatting with some of the other people that have been on the panel and everything like that so we'll have discussions and stuff I mean clearly uh, you know there is discussions to be had I just would say this friends um, again just going back to those questions of like what do we do Um, also just kind of really, really wondering if we really see Jesus as our Lord and Savior. You know, do we really believe this Bible? I think that's the main question. Because, to be honest, when I look at this stuff, to me, it's just Bible prophecy being fulfilled. And yes, it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? Yes, this is not like. Yes, it's gruesome, it's horrible, it's, it's messed up, Is, You know, who would want to die that way? Um, I mean, I. I think that everybody knows that killing someone isn't right, but who know- I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. You know, maybe people don't know that. But, um. yeah I guess yeah it makes me just go go back to being like okay well you know do we really believe because if we do then we have to look at these things to me now I'm just gonna say by me I, I look at these things and I say this is bible prophecy being fulfilled this is the lawlessness that they're saying that they're talking about this is the Sorry, and right down none of those verses for y'all. But I mean, like, this is like research it, y'all. Like, it's instant in the word about what the end times is gonna be like, and I think this is it. Like, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, I I don't know the day or the hour. None of us do, and none of us can know. However, the word does say these are the signs, and here here we are. Like, I mean, with the. No wonder rooms of wars, the pestilence, the, you know, the, all of these things are in, in the Bible. So you have to take some time and, and uh, check it out for yourself. Um, you know, I guess so. It, it makes me kind of wonder, like, where we are in the uh, biblical timeline, like where we are when it comes to the prophecies and things like that. You know, we, I think we got a good idea what has already happened and what has been fulfilled. So it's like, so, so where are we on that? And um, from what I'm seeing or from what I'm understanding, if, well, I'm going to give you guys some, some resources so you guys can take a look at uh, some other resources of people that have uh, kind of studied where we are in the biblical timeline. So let me go ahead and give you guys those. So, uh, oh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you guys those. Uh, one is neverthirsty.org, and that is under Where Are We on the Biblical Timeline? Okay, uh, another one is lifehopeandtruth.com, and then it says its uh, title is Where Are We Now in Biblical, excuse me, in Bible Prophecy. Um, So you can check out those and kind of see like, you know, what prophecies have been said and you can figure out where we are from there. Um, If you're not a reader, (laughs) then uh, check out YouTube. Check out uh, Greg Laurie on YouTube with Harvest Ministries. Um, I feel like he's a good source for uh, end times messages and things like that. He's done some talks and some, you know, sermons about the end times. So... uh, yeah, check those out if you guys want to, you know, go deeper and figure out where we are with that. But, uh yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's the question, friends. Do we really understand the word of God? Because, you know, according to it, all of these things are are to come to pass. And so, uh I know that it may be up in the air about for example the rapture I know that's probably one of the um, (laughs) heavily debated so I can't sit here and say that I know that exactly when it's gonna happen you know uh, we would hope that it would happen before the tribulation period but we don't know you know I mean why or I would say that I'm not gonna sit here and say that I know Um, I'll put it like that but I would say and but people debate about whether it's gonna happen or not, X, Y, and Z. So now this is just a miracle thought. So this is one of my little my little I my thoughts or whatever. Uh, you know, based on the other biblical accounts of when things happen, uh, I I think it's safe to assume that God will uh comfort his people or remove his people from uh Whatever judgment is coming towards on the land, um, and I'm I'm I'm, ba- I'm basing that on knowing i the ark. I'm basing that on Lot, you know, uh, and uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm basing like he always got his people out, so you know. According to that, like, you know, I'm just going to assume that he would do the same thing uh, when it comes to this. So whether that's before the tribulation or like right before judgment or whatever, I don't know. But, um, you know, it doesn't really seem like the tribulation is something that I want to be part of. So I guess that's my thing. It's like whenever he comes for the people, whenever he, you know, takes his people, I know I want to be a part of that. And um, I would hope that you all do, too. Um, I think that's the sad thing about all of it. Even when as I was talking to my husband and everything like that, I just was like, even just with the studying and coming to you all each morning and stuff and just seeing more verses and stuff like that, it's pretty clear that, you know, everybody isn't going to believe the gospel. Everyone's not going to uh, accept what God has done for us through jesus and it's 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 sad you know uh i mean i the only thing i guess i can say i understand just because i am a human as well it's like it is hard to think of things of the spirit it's hard to take ourselves out of what we currently where we currently are living in and stuff so when we're looking around us and we're thinking about the things that, that's going on in this world um it's kind of hard to think about guy who we can't see, right? Um, <sighs> friends, um, you know, I don't know. I guess this, this juice is a little heavy for me this morning. Um, you know, but uh, I would just leave you guys with this verse right here. And it's in Luke. I'm going to paraphrase this whole section a bit so you guys can just check it out on your own and read the whole thing. Um, but just paraphrasing Luke 21, 34 through 36, it says, and take heed that you, uh, take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with the uh, suffiating." and drunkenness and care of this life and so that they come upon you unaware watch and pray that you uh that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass so um yeah i mean it's 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 hard not to think about the things that's going on in this world. And it's hard not to like be overwhelmed and consumed by the, you know, the cares of this life as the word says. However, you know, based on Bible and based on um, belief in Christ and everything like that. It's like we we got to, I mean, we, we just got to do what we can and get the gospel out there. And, you know, because it has to be heard across across the world uh, I guess before I I would assume maybe it's the rapture but you know or maybe the tribulation period everything like that and so you know there's a lot of things that point signs that we are um in the last days as they say (laughs) um like I said we were able to see things um see things from across the world the way that the the Bible says it's gonna happen. You know, we're traveling across the world, going to and fro, the way the Bible says it's gonna happen. Uh, there's a lot of things. Again, you guys got to go deeper on your own, because um, obviously I'm. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I'm just overwhelmed by this or what. I'm not, I don't want to be. Um, I guess, like I said, it's um, it's one of those things, friends, that. I hope that this opens your eyes to to the things of God and to let Him lead and guide you in this time, and not be so, I guess, easily influenced by <laughs> by the media, by our own hearts and anger, by our own fears. Uh, we really, really need to get it have you know build that relationship with God. Accept the gift that Jesus gave on the cross. Be worthy of being one of those people that are saved. Uh, Again, I don't know who's going to hear this. I hope that it, you know, encourages you, friends, um, to at least take a look at all this. Take a look at it. All right, so. Bible verse of today, 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friends, I hope that you guys enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so, so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray we all just go forth and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, I know I've already talked a while but i'm just going to go ahead and just say a quick prayer real quick so because like i said my heart's heavy i don't know i'm just i don't know here we go lord i just thank you for this day i thank you for this time of fellowship i thank you for each and every person that is listening to the sound of my voice lord i pray that you continue to lead and guide them i pray that you continue to show them the way show them what you have for them to do lord in this 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 crazy time that we're living in uh, lord i pray that we all focus more on you and your will and not be consumed by the things of this world because as your word says that this world is not our home so i think lord by if we if we get that into our hearts and minds and souls then prayerfully uh well, according to your word, it says you were going to give us the peace that surpasses all understanding, and these are the things and the blessings that we uh, need in this time. So Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you right now in advance for all that you've done and all that you're going to do, and yes, Lord, we pray that we can go forth and have a wonderful day, and, uh, and be awesome uh, representations of you and, and